0: Tune in, tune in, tune in, tune in, tune in. This weekend, car audio, audio. Tune in, tune in, tune in, tune in. What we talking about, bass? Talking about chips, talking about rings. You ain't got them, zip your lips. You got a problem you haven't found, check your grounds. This show about to start, start. Tune 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 in, tune in, tune in, tune in, tune in, Tune in, tune in this weekend car audio. Yeah. Yeah. Tune in, tune in to this weekend car audio. Welcome to This
1: Weekend Car Audio with your host, the judge, Doug Stockton, internet sensation and TV movie star, Mr. Jeffrey Fernandez. <laughs> Hey, what's up, what's up? How's it going, Jeffrey?
2: Good, You guys can see I'm still sharing a
1: couple of things. We're all doing pretty good. I bowled a tournament this weekend, did heck of good. I was uh, 15th or so out of 117 bowlers or something like that.
0: Wow, I'd say that's pretty good.
1: So I did okay. Um, Sent some stuff to Alan Riley. I almost got the perfect game again. I got another 299. Golly. yeah, I yeah went, that's pretty
0: good.
1: Went the front eleven, and then uh, threw a great ball, and it just didn't cat. It didn't go, you know, carry the ten pin. So bummer, you know. someday I'll get me one of those. But I did throw another eight hundred series, which is another honor score for bowling for guys that aren't bowlers. Um, yeah, you know, those those are the two things that uh, bowlers try for is eight hundred series and. Um, uh 300s so and i got like i said got my second 800 series so i'm good about good with that anyway our guest this week mr luke Kensley, uh four time can uh four back to back to back to back street beat one champ for usac world finals how's it going mr luke
0: What's going on? it's pretty good pretty
1: good man all right I'm glad you uh, were able to join us today. I got everybody shared. Uh, it looks like Ronnie made it in already. He's already in the chat. Awesome. What's up, Ronnie? Um, so we mm-hmm. see him up there. Uh, I don't know if anybody's over there on the uh, YouTube side at the moment, but right now I'm seeing the people. I see Andrew Martinez. Uh, I noticed I saw some Team 33 stuff in the background over there.
0: Is that your stuff too? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, we've had yeah. A- that's my team thirty three shirt there on my mm-hmm. left left shoulder. Yeah, mm-hmm. we've we've had a couple of team thirty three And then tomorrow, tomorrow, to huh? Heck yeah. Then my to my to my right, right there above my shoulder is my school of thump shirt. I was just uh, inducted into school of thump deal with Ronnie oh, cool. um, over finals this weekend. So this past weekend. So
2: oh, nice. Yeah. Right. So we we saw honorary honorary member. Yeah. <laughs> school of thump that was uh his his deal with his kids right with his uh school kids mm-hmm. right with the uh okay yep. cool cool you so you basically had For the math club yep in uh, building uh the power wheels right
0: yes sir oh cool cool very awesome cool. Yep. so we uh we cut the wood over at the at the cabinet shop next door and uh you know obviously built the base knob um got some of the equipment from me and you know, also, you know, Crossfire had a big had a big part in that, too. So. Cool. Um, yeah. Yeah,
1: so. Cool, so man. for some of our uh, uh, viewers here, not everybody's familiar with uh, Yusuke, uh rules and what's no. going on with Yuseki. So can you explain uh, Street Beat 1?
0: Uh, so Street Beat 1 is the smallest, the first class in Street Beat, uh, the conary restriction. Limits you to basically two fifteens is the max subs that you can run in in the in a dual dual sub configuration. Okay, so back, just like real quick, so yeah, so it's what it's
1: two fifteens, four twelves, six tens. Yeah,
0: yeah, or a whole bunch something of something like that. Yeah, right, right, okay. right. Oh, you can do a single area. eighteen too. Yeah, right. so. So, 215s is the max that you can do in a two-sub configuration, and my platform, the 215s, is is what I went for.
1: Okay. So, um, uh, what about cabin restrictions, mic placement, all that
0: stuff? <clears throat> stock. Everything's stock, so all the factory panels have to be in place and appear um, completely OEM. Everything has to be as it would in, a, in a, just a regular street car.
1: Okay, and mic pl- oh. placement on those.
0: Mic placements outlaw. Uh, okay. You could do dash um, if you wanted to. That, that basically the the premise of Usaki is anywhere in front of the B pillar. You can put the mic there, sealed or open. But in most cases, most people are a, l- a little bit louder in the kick with door open. So that's what most people go for, except for you know extreme guys or people that are trying to do legal records
2: okay well explain to us uh what what your car is what vehicle and what, what kind of equipment is in there
0: i got a um a 90 honda crx um i'm running two two neo 15s and uh crossfire 16k so okay so it um a little bit of battery power 100, 185 amp hour.
1: Okay. Can can you run a wall in that class? or Go ahead.
0: No. Everything uh, in the stock segment of that has to be below the window line. So uh, if you move to Street Beat 2, you can do the no wall version of that, which is like within a certain height from the roof. Okay. And then you can remove rear interior panels and all that stuff. But for the class that I run, you have to have everything in place. Um, it's basically everything inside the cargo area uh, for the because it's a hatchback. Everything has to be in the cargo area, and um, it has to all be below the window line.
1: So uh, with the CRXs, the window slants down, and when it slants mm-hmm. down, there's a like a 6-inch panel. So that's all glass on that 6-inch panel too. So is that your mm-hmm. window line, or is it the side windows, or what?
0: it's the side windows okay so yeah it goes off of those
2: okay
0: and for for most for most uh, configurations in that car which uh, used to be on the package tray where you have sub forward port back uh, you couldn't fit 15s uh, within the side window but on the CRX the the rear windows taper up towards the back Right. So if you have the subs at the back of the car, you're just you're just missing the top of the surround when you look across the window line.
1: OK. Um, and then uh, so CRX, the window height. Oh, so do they how do they judge like SIs and HFs? Because there's, there's no distinction. OK, so if you have the rear flaps in or out, they don't care.
0: Yeah. No okay because that, that I mean, doesn't that's, that's really it, the major it, difference
1: in the two on the interior
0: yeah right? if you if you had the flaps then they would have to be in place if they didn't come as a factory option then you wouldn't have to have them so if you have an hf you do, you have to have the fla- or you do not have to have the flaps if you have an si then the flaps are required to be in the vehicle right well i don't have an hf so i'm not exactly sure if that was a factory option in that car um uh, yeah, so but we went yeah, over this I with would say... DB Drag,
1: so that that's the only reason I know so much about those. Okay, you know. uh, Jeffrey, we may have looked at a CRX or two, huh? Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs>
2: so.
0: They're
2: pretty, they get pretty loud.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yep, I, I you know, and and realistically in DB Drag world, we don't see them use them much in the music classes though. It's mm-hmm. specifically in the burp classes because right. they, you know they like sixty-two hertz, right? So. Um, because they tend to like that high of a frequency, that it mm-hmm. lends itself to SPL versus, you know, uh, music. Music,
0: right? Yeah. Yeah. So, street so the street beat
2: is uh, music, right? Sorry to interrupt. Oh street yeah.
0: Beat street. Is music? Yeah. Street Street beat is music. It's a music average. Um, music average but it's okay. basically it's basically a thirty second average on a, a peak frequency, and the tracks are predetermined as to what the um what the frequency is so the track that i run is 66 hertz there's one that's 55 there's one that's 44 there's one above it that's 77 i'm not exactly sure how many tracks there are because my range is is in the 60s in that car so correct
1: uh i'm just saying you might want to talk to some other crx owners on how Mm -hmm. to peak out that vehicle at 55 because it's very doable um, yeah. Because 66 is a little high for that vehicle, just guessing. I well, might,
0: you know. the uh, the thing with that is, is that uh, Outlaw, mm-hmm. the frequency goes up. Yes. So Sealed is much different. Okay. So I see. Oh, the frequency uh, goes I've up, ca- not down? Right. Okay. So in the kick with the door open, um, you're going to see – Most people in the CRX is peaking even higher than that, 68, 69, 70. Really? Um, My car, when I burp it, I'm still burping close to 66 because I have to tune my box to play that frequency for the street beat track, so I don't make adjustments um, for the burp class. I just burp it at the same frequency or as close to it, you know what I mean?
1: Okay. So you've designed the vehicle to peak at around peak the 66. At that. So, that right. you can get. so it is a – so uh, let me understand that again. So you're playing predetermined songs. So similar to what DB Drag yes, did sir. this year uh, with their uh, things mm-hmm. where you have to use one of the tracks off of our CD, right? That's what we changed our, um, mm-hmm. yes, our bass race to. Uh, so you play a predetermined track, mm-hmm. and then they're set in a frequency range, and it's an SPL average, you said, across mm-hmm. that whole 30 yes, seconds. Sir. And now does, yes, sir. do you start your music, and then they start the meter, or do you, they start the meter, and then you start the music, like with Bass Race? If you start your music too early, you get a red light, and you get a zero for your run.
0: So the um, you can play it a couple different ways if you have the judge ready for you to listen for music and when they hear music, they start the meter mm-hmm. or you can have them start the meter and you wait for the, the spot that you want to come out at. And that's what my, that's what my most recent tactic was to come out. Um, basically right in the middle of, it says ready, set. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> that's fine.
1: Yeah. So when it says set, that is the prime here. time to start uh, when you're doing Bass race. When it says set on the screen, that's you have to be. That's right. The second you play music in Bass race, you need um, to be
0: playing. Yes. yes. Uh, I'm trying to figure out how to come back.
1: Uh, you turned your camera off. It looks like.
0: Yeah. It's, it's got to swipe it. Yeah. Maybe swipe it. Well, I. Swipe. Play, no, I accidentally. I accidentally hit a a, a oh, link no. to try and yeah.
1: Oh, you got to get back to uh, <laughs>
0: Zoom. Get back to the Zoom. Yeah. Okay. Let's see here. Open. There you there are. We go. <laughs> there you go. Golly, is. I just tried to like swipe a notification <laughs> off the top there, and it and swiped it, it, you uh, off. Yeah. <laughs> it uh it tried to grab me so. Uh,
1: we got another uh, champion in there watching us right now. Mel Valdez, he's watching us. Yeah. Uh, Ronnie's he's watching also us. He's also Team Bo 33. Born. Yep. Bo Bourne's watching us. Or, uh, oh, awesome. Yep. Um, we got uh, Tristan from SQ Sounds out of Barbados watching us tonight, too. So cool. they, ha- they have a little party at their house and watch the show and uh, learn about us. <laughs> that's cool. party. Yeah, they do. That's, yeah. Um, that's cool. Yeah, so the kids stay up late and watch us and all that (laughs) stuff, too. So that's cool.
2: Yeah, shout out to those guys. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Um, We also have a few people that watch us from New Zealand. Uh, I haven't seen them pop up in the chat yet. So we do have some people because right now um, it is 10.45 a.m. in New Zealand tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. um, So, yeah, so they're watching us. Oops. Apparently Siri's listening to me. Uh, anyway, sorry about that. Um, so, Street no Beat, problem. tell us about your win. Uh, some cool stuff maybe happened to you at World Finals. Tell us a little bit about what happened this this uh, last year.
0: Okay, so my goal when I started uh, with this car was to do a 160 in Street Beat 1 because the averages were in the low 50s, uh, mid-50s at best most of the time. Mm-hmm. So I did – everything I could uh the first year the requirements um the cone, cone area was smaller it was actually you were only able to do 212s instead of 215s so my first two years I ran 212s and the first year I was wired too low to come out on a strap pair amp. amps so I kept protecting and and uh I, I, I still got the first place but I didn't put up the 160. I did a 58, 64, and then the second year, I changed the impedance and then went to carbon cones and had a surround failure, still took the first place, uh, but Mm -hmm. did like a 56, Mm -hmm. and then the the third year, I put up the first 60. It was a 60.3, and that was after the cone area increased where I could do the 215s. And I switched to a 16k versus the strap pair of 4ks. Um, this year, this year was a lot different. Um, I knew at some point through the year that I was going to have somebody that was going to come for uh, for that same that same number. They wanted to try and and beat that that score I had put up last year. And mm-hmm. uh, it actually was a girl. Her name was April Brandenburg. And she did really well she did like a 59 uh high 59 and i really i was really impressed with that so um i had last minute um head unit failure about four or five days before we came to finals and i ended up having to switch the head unit out and we did a lot of reference testing with uh the both sets of subs that i was running but never did any actual mock street beat runs or anything like that so i had no fresh subs no practice runs uh didn't know a change manufacturer deck went from kenwood to a sony and uh just because it was something that was available so it was uh, a completely different ball game for me and and went up there basically and um, didn't do well uh on the first day uh put up put up a a high 58 and was was all i could do to do that and then i went back and and figured out that the track was recorded at much lower volume than the burp tone that i was using so i had to reset the amps and and um go back and and figure out where i needed to come out at you know give me the headroom in the in the tuning that i could come out at a louder volume and so on the second day we came back and and beat that by uh, a 160.7 um, so consistently over a 160 for two years. Uh, that was my goal was to beat my, my previous score. So I did that and uh, came back to try and beat that again. I wanted to do over 161 mm-hmm. and actually lost a sub on that last run. So. <laughs> so what I'm hearing you say
1: is this nice young lady, first time competing, came in, was coming after no. you, and you gave her false hope after day one she thought she owned you was gonna win this thing and then you came back and smashed her dreams is that accurate definitely
0: (laughs) i definitely do not think that she thought that because uh i'm friends with her and her okay (laughs) and so i talked to them and i knew that they were locked and loaded uh they were backed by dd and so they had a lot of a lot of good guys and, and good equipment over there to, to run in their car, they were also in a CRX. Um, it just happened to be that I had to run against three other CRXs, every other CRX at finals, I had to run against. Okay, and um, well, all but one, but that that uh, that one there, man, they they were uh, they were swinging for the fence, and I told them that uh, they couldn't have first place, but I'd give them second so i
2: really i really
0: respect i really respect them i really respect them and they're gonna uh they're gonna come uh try to play again next year next year is gonna be my last my last attempt at it i wanted five consecutive rings uh hopefully i get it i know that the competition is definitely going to be going to be there because they brought their a game and I think if they had a little bit more time, they could have been right there with me. It would have been a, a heck of a heck of day. Okay. So is there a reason you picked USAC or DB
1: drag? I mean, is there a reason you've stuck with USAC or what do you got going on with
0: that? So USAC is uh, is more local to me. We're um, okay. only recently since Jeffrey's been in Texas starting to have DB drag shows. Um mm-hmm any bit local. And this all started, the Street Beat 1 thing all started, uh, I met Travis and uh, and Yui down at Usaki Finals in uh, 2015 or 2016. I can't remember how, how long ago it's been, but they said, you know, it'd be really cool if somebody did a 160 in Street Beat 1 and that's where this all stemmed from. It was like, it would be super cool to see somebody put up a big number in such a small class so
1: Okay, um, so uh, you've been around long enough. Did you, you know Mike Jaffe?
0: The name's familiar. Um, so I he's the old man person, from but... arizona uh,
1: He was running USAC <laughs> okay. events Uh, he's one of the okay. coolest dudes you'll ever meet. He has a great time Um, i'm still trying to get him on the show But he's uh, who wants to see an old rundown guy? on your show so uh we'll get him on here eventually but he is uh dude that guy's got stories like you wouldn't believe um i did see yeah. a question here in the chat from patrick leonard he wanted to know what's the background story behind team 33
2: mm. yeah we've
0: seen so, other uh
2: members before first time i seen it was uh, i think andrew mccain back yes in the day yep. he was he yeah. was repping it is he like one of the the mm-hmm. head guys or
0: so Chet Teal is the uh, the captain or the leader or however you want to say that. Um, okay, mm-hmm. president. But uh, Andrew McCain and uh, Nathan Munson, Chris Munson, Joe Price. Let's uh, go, guys. Lots of lots of so that's that's basically um, my deal with the team was I came in I knew I wasn't really gonna do anything um, in the beginning I was. You know, low 50s in my blazer, just running around trying to do uh, th- some things. But I had lots of lots of local teams trying to recruit me. And uh, I kept going to these bigger events like USAki Finals and seeing the world champions all coming together. And uh, basically back then, uh, I looked up to Team 33 and some guys from uh, another team, Beer Base Mafia. Yeah. So oh, okay. those those uh those two teams were, in my eyes, uh, the upper echelon of uh, what a team should be, and so I wanted to be a champion alongside these guys. And Team Thirty Three was based out of New Mexico, so a little bit closer than the guys from Beer Base. Um, so I started building a friendship with uh, all the guys in Team Thirty Three, and. And that's uh, that's where that all started. So,
1: oh, maybe I should have tagged Andrew in this post. Well, you know what? He <laughs> sure he liked. He liked the post. He knew you were on tonight. Mm. So a- Andrew's yeah.
2: a good friend of mine. Um, yeah.
0: Him and yeah. I talk. Great guy. Uh,
2: oh, yeah. He's awesome. So that, that I always thought that um, I think you had mentioned it one time, Doug. 33 signified there are 33 world records no no no, no. Like it
1: that? was a coincidence uh Andrew McCain has 33 world records and it's just a coincidence oh, that that's how many I... happens to be how many he's had
2: wow 33 I always thought that's what it was about 33 yeah and, world records but... Andrew
1: told us but I honestly don't remember what he said that was Probably close to a year ago, and I'm male, so I forget stuff. I don't listen very well. <laughs> Just ask my wife. You're not
0: supposed to. You. You're not supposed to admit that, though. That's the male thing, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Obviously, forget, I was yeah. listening. Forgot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, that, that, so the. Go ahead. The uh, the the meaning of the 33. Probably not PC. So. Probably <laughs> not real. It's a uh, it stems from a couple things, but we could we could talk about that private. You know what I mean? <laughs> after, the,
2: after the show, right? <laughs>
0: right, sure.
2: Well, I, I hope that answered uh, Patrick's Patrick Leonard's question. So,
0: <laughs> dude, that's who
1: we need on. We need Leonard Foster. He would be oh, he's, super entertaining. I think he would. You disagree? Texas.
2: I, I don't know if the world's ready for Leonard, though. You I know just, what? That know. was the same thing that uh,
1: uh, Jacob Fincher told me. He goes, I uh, don't know yeah. if the world's ready for that. I don't know. But uh, you, you can't deny he would be interesting.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's out of Texas, too, I've heard. So So he moved to Texas from Southern yeah, California, he's, huh? Uh, down South Texas, I believe. Okay. I think last time I talked to him, he had like a – he had a business where he was um I think his his other interests were like BMX bikes and I think he was renting out bicycles and Okay. He had his own business doing that. So No. Leonard
1: Foster having a business? That dude has <laughs> more businesses than I do and I got a lot of businesses. <laughs> so no, he he's a hustler. He's definitely a hustler, right? so but he's got great stories hey so luke so can you help us with uh you know your evolution into car audio where you got started how you know who got who was your main influence and all that stuff
0: so <clears throat> when i was about 12 years old my brother was a little bit older than me nine years older than me he had a car and just completely took everything apart took the door panels and the carpet out of it and all that stuff and he had some stuff that I didn't really realize at the time but was really high-end equipment for that day it was uh one of the first Alpine three disc in dash changers <laughs> and um, power 300 to run all the equipment and uh, Polk audio mids and highs components you know what I mean stuff this is back in the 90s hmm and so basically uh i watched him do this stuff in the driveway here and and didn't didn't completely understand uh all of it but it was basic to me because at that point he didn't have a subwoofer so uh later he would come back around because he didn't he didn't stay around here he just came for a a vacation and actually did the work here at his car but uh the next time that he came around he had a Plymouth laser and had two punch 12s on a punch 150 and that was a much different experience and I remember riding in the car and just not being able to hardly breathe because it was just so much for me back then yep uh and and I just didn't understand that that was a way of life but it it definitely planted a seed in me so that's where it started from and you know he would hand down equipment to me here and there, and I <laughs> built a couple of different uh, little systems in my room um, did a couple of different things from a um, you know an AC tuner, but then mm-hmm. eventually went to a DC power supply with a with an actual head unit and, and car amplifiers and everything um, inside inside my room uh, mm-hmm. as I was younger so
1: so, so with that, Work. I mean, so your, your brother was your big influence. Uh, did you ever yeah. get a chance to build anything with
0: them? No, because he was kind of hit and miss as far as where he was. Uh, we didn't connect well because we were such a far right. age gap and he doesn't live real close. So, uh he did those few things in the beginning there that that kind of sparked that interest in right. me and, and planted that seed but later in life he came around he had a m3 and he went to a a pretty high-end shop here in fort worth and had them do a really extravagant build in it and uh that was all real high-end stuff but stuff that he probably i don't think he had the skill set to do okay um molded enclosure to make it look factory mm-hmm. uh, factory integration mm-hmm. into the into the uh to the m3 stuff and past that he's talked to me a few times about his you know upgrades that he's done on on rides and, and we've talked a few times about doing some stuff but i think i've took that torch and ran a lot further than than he ever probably would have with it so i,
1: I would like to make a suggestion that you guys should go out and get yourself some kind of like a ford station wagon you know a 90s ford <laughs> station wagon i'm, I'm not kidding and just okay. build something together or an Astro van or something, something that you guys can build a wall or something in. Um, you mm-hmm. guys will absolutely have a different respect for each other afterwards. And <laughs> it, it, I mean, it, it'll be, I mean, you've built some of your stuff with some of your teammates, I'm sure. Right. Sure. And, absolutely. Um, the growth that you've had with your teammates is awesome because of that. And, you know, like I said, mm-hmm. I, I would suggest that you try and do it with your brother since he's really the one who kind of sparked it in you. You may have, a, you may find a totally different respect for the guy. Right, right, right. So um, awesome. Yeah. yeah. I'll so, take that suggestion. Yeah. Cause I mean, you said this is your last year with the CRX or with in Street V1. No, last year in Street V1. Right. In Street yeah. b one So now you're going to move yeah. into Modified X, right? <laughs>
0: nah. yeah, so let's,
2: re- let's read into that uh, statement there you said last uh competition in street beat one that's what right does that mean <laughs>
0: yeah so 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 this so this one to my to my left here it says street beat one but that one says stock unlimited okay. so i'm gonna go i'm gonna go no limit try to go uh stay stock but go no limit and see see how far i can push that okay and that's
1: essentially just a burp. Right. Yes. And sir. Mm-hmm. Uh, same similar rules with the cabin. You can't change anything. Mm-hmm. Everything's got to be factory. Right. Um, uh, Mike in a globe somewhere anywhere forward of the B pillar doors yes, open, sir. windows closed, whatever you choose. Right.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. Same thing.
1: So that's standard outlaw rules. Correct?
0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir.
1: Okay. Uh, you have any intentions of trying to do uh DB drag or ISPL or Mecca or any of the other organizations? I've, talk-
0: I've talked to Jeffrey about it and we just had to find the good fit for me in that car because the airbag thing has kind of put a little damper into that. You know, I'd like to do something, but I'm not familiar with uh, too much and I've done a few runs here or there uh, at some of the Crossfire shows, but mm-hmm. just need to get better suited for it. Also, I haven't ever played my car sealed, so I've been doing the the Outlaw format um, of that or base Race um, when I did any DV drag shows.
1: Okay. So uh, my suggestion for you with the CRX, with that frequency and – um all that stuff. Probably your best bet's gonna be uh pro stock no limit because there's no airbag restriction mm-hmm. in that class. So okay. would you agree, Jeff? There might be a frequency cap though. Yeah, but still the frequency cap's sixty hertz. And right. when, he car, when he seals his car, when he seals yeah. his car, his frequency True. drops, he says. Should bring it down. Yeah. Right. So he Should. made pro stock no limit may be the right place for him to play yeah mm-hmm. i mean that sounds reasonable um what now, there, what, are your, what are your thoughts is on there any right? cone, oh, cone area no nope you just is have there to any be cone th- area restrictions on that no sir you just have to be 13 inches from the roof
0: okay so it's kind of like a in in yuseki that'd be like a a uh, no wall Yes. That'd be like a no wall right. class. Okay. Yeah.
1: Because we everything has to be no kind wall of, or wall in our N D V. What program.
0: kind of numbers are what kind of numbers are you seeing in that class? The pros stock no limit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 63,
2: 62. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think uh what on the West Coast, um was it Jeff Vu took it? Did, did Jeff do, Vu take uh, it? it? I, I, did he do no limit?
1: I, I know what? for a fact that Daniel Valdez can do sixties all day, like sixty point eight. And mm-hmm. I know Jeff Vu. I don't remember what class he did, but I know he won his. So right. he's another guy we're gonna have on here shortly. Sure. But he's got some family stuff going on currently. So once he gets all that straightened out, he's a. Uh, he's very similar to um, to Horner Dan Horner. He uh, okay. He remanufactures subwoofers. So you take yeah. him a blown crossfire, and he'll put new parts in it and make it however you want um so sure. he does that that's jvf you know jeff boo customs mm-hmm. and then he's also right. obviously a competitor so it's, it's mm-hmm. jeff
2: boo's fault
1: it's it's absolutely jeff that's boo's fault is,
2: JVF, jeff boo's fault that's what yeah that JVF.
1: yeah um so anyway so uh yeah. your thoughts on base race since you've tried that now
0: uh i like it uh i think it's kind of cool um you know it's basically you know bracket racing Yes. Uh, I kind of have a, I have a um, small background in drag racing, so oh, cool. you know I like I like I like bracket racing, okay. um, and I got a lot of friends that are uh, going to these crossfire shows that Jeffrey's putting on, and they're they're just tearing that up. They love it. So you know maybe it's <laughs> yeah. something, maybe it's something I visit with the uh, with the street beat setup. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, those
2: guys are making money, too. Roger's putting up some money. Uh, oh, yeah. Win Roger's cool. money. That's
0: cool. Win, Win Roger's money. So. <laughs> I um, think it'd be interesting to see what my car does in that that uh, Pro Stock No Limit, though, because mm-hmm. this year I did a 65 outlaw, so yeah. he may be competitive. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, national you know this another, year
2: uh, right? world champion from Texas. That'd be cool.
0: This year, this year is is uh, basically my focus is going to be efficiency. So I want to get try to get the power down and um, and get the the efficiency up. If I get the efficiency up, then uh, I'll be a lot happier. Uh, so a DB drag
1: vehicle, um, when you open mm-hmm. the door, it shoots mm-hmm. your power. I mean it skyrockets your power because you you Mm -hmm. lose cone control right because you you've now Mm -hmm. increased the volume in front of the subwoofer drastically Mm -hmm. um for as a uh for lack of a better way of thinking of it you you went from putting the subwoofer in a box when you have everything sealed up you open a door you just free aired that subwoofer Mm -hmm. so It's control goes away differently. So you're going to find as you do DB drag stuff. um, It's going to be easier to control the efficiency uh, once you seal a vehicle up because you you have much more control over a lot of factors where when your doors open, you don't have control over somebody next to you beating their system. And, you know, you have somebody down the block doing this or crowd screaming. Mm -hmm. You, You don't have any control over any of that stuff. So right. um, you don't have any control over the ambient temperature. So with a car sealed up, you can adjust your temperatures. You can adjust your humidities. Uh, you can make your car cooler. You can make it hotter. Whatever you want to do with your AC system, which you can't do as mm-hmm. efficiently with your car open. So right. when you start okay. doing DB drag, you're going to find it's a whole different world. But like I said, it's um, I always yeah. tell people, do what you enjoy first. Mm-hmm. And if you feel that mm-hmm. that's the direction you want to go, you'll find that it's a—I mean, it's awesome—and you'll find a wealth of people that are just willing to help you get loud because they don't—they don't, ju- don't want to win every year. They want you to come in and challenge them and make them louder. Right. So um, I'm sure it's the same for you, right? You—you you don't want to just go in there and have second place twelve dB behind you. You want second place no. to be one dB, a half
0: a dB, right there right or tense
1: yeah Yeah. and and push you to make your car louder next year right
0: yes sir Yep. yeah
1: that that's always the intent um yeah i know you have you said you've watched our show a couple of times um i'll tell Mm -hmm. you a little story about uh how street beat came to be so um sam horn was uh came up with this New format, and uh, Jeff was around when we were trying. I think you were a judge by then, Jeffrey, when we were talking about it in the on the side in the forum. Mm, okay. um, but uh, anyway, so he comes to me and he says, hey, dude, I got this new format, and he described bass race. Well, he At the time, he called it street beat, and it was real simple. We went by cone area and amplifier size, so we combined mm-hmm. them together to get a number. Now, you had to play music. And it was an average over 30 seconds. And we've obviously evolved to something different, in, and we called it base Race. And then Mike Jaffe comes to me one show and goes, hey, check out this new format we got, Street Beat. <laughs> and he explained it to me. I'm like, uh, dude, I was That's doing that two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> and we even called it Street Beat. Wow. Um, so okay. I, I don't know. I've heard rumors that. Sam was working with, um, who was the guy that was Usaki before? Is it Randall? Randall, it, yes. Randall? Um, so he was working with him, and they kind of came up with it together. But mm-hmm. like I said, I don't know. I just know where I got it from, and we were doing it. We were doing it in Reno. We had a lot of participation, and guys had a great time doing it um so i mean there's nothing against it uh one thing about db drag that you will like over usac is it's head to head yeah and, and that adds a whole new dimension um
2: i mean jeffrey right. will tell you about that you know oh, yeah um it, yeah it, I, I actually um i got to be there for um usac finals yep and you know it, it's a little different when you know somebody puts up a number and then your competition has, you know, a chance to put up a number. And then after that they can do reruns and it was like, oh man, now you gotta kind of wait for that all, all over again, you know, and, and which is cool, but in, in DB drag, it's like, you know, you're standing, uh, or you're, you know, right next to uh, your competition and, you know, you're looking them in mm-hmm. the eye and then it's like, it's win or lose right then and there. Cause that's, that's, who's going to move on to the yeah. next round or, or, or win the whole bracket. So it's a little different. Uh, I noticed, um, I mean, both are, both are, both are cool, but, uh, you know, just to be able to see your competition next to you and, you know, you got 30 seconds and, you know, that, that better not fail a little bit more, (laughs) that's a little bit more adrenaline adrenaline rush. Yeah.
0: Jeffrey was there for the, uh, for the little head to head that that we had on a tiebreaker, uh, at, at, uh usaki finals and that was kind of cool
1: well can you explain was, that to me because I'm not familiar with their tiebreaker rules or anything
0: so for some reason um, they had two different lanes mm-hmm. lane a was you know a certain number of classes and then lane B was the opposite mm-hmm. you know there were street over here modified and stuff like that so it was separated and so they could do it um, simultaneously Two two cars could run at the same time time slots. Okay. They had a competitor come in and run and tie in the same class in that lane A, uh, but the the meter the meter was set up to only read to the tenth instead of mm-hmm. the hundredth. Okay. So the score was one sixty two point seven, but there was no hundredth there to decipher who would have broke the tie by you know the hundredth mm-hmm. and. In most cases, if that hundredth was there, then it would go to how much uh, the efficiency, who who used the least amount of power. Okay. But oh, um, okay. because they didn't show that hundredth, they had to come up with something kind of on the fly, and they said, well, we'll just do head-to-head. And it was kind of crazy. Um, both guys had uh, issues with their car, and... Mm-hmm. And neither one of them were able to to get to that same score that they put up originally. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the, I think they had a, a wonderful time and it it was it was kinda um it was it was there. Everybody was in the moment and mm-hmm. there was even a, a, a little malfunction on the screen. There's some videos up of it now, but <laughs> it they they went head to head and and one was below the other one and the judge said, you know, you got so and so seconds and for some reason the screen went blank and then they had to burp again and they did it again you know what i mean with that that uh six seconds or seven seconds left or whatever and yeah you know down to the wire
2: ex- they were using an external timer which was a little weird but really? like you said i think it might have been on the fly and <laughs> you know they and for one thing too i guess it was both the same class so it was mm-hmm. they were they wanted to do it both uh on one side or Something so, like that. So it was but,
1: uh, so it was their introduction into the dB drag type of competition, <laughs> I so. right? I think so.
0: yeah, I, I, I so was thinking, the, hey,
2: this is like a copyright infringement here gets, uh, <laughs> on the phone. But
0: <laughs> I think the thing that they were trying to do was just make it kind of like fair for both hmm. people to try to like, because they both also had issues that they could put up as high a number as they could, but if, the other one felt they could get that last little bit out within that amount of time, that they could, you know, best that score. Basically, head-to-head like D.B. drag does. Right. Mm. So,
1: um, I wanted to bring up one other thing. Uh, let's see, who is it? Um, Jessica said, as she mentioned. Well, what about freestyle class? So, freestyle yeah. for us is essentially mm. your outlaw, outlaw classes. Right. Okay. Uh, the only difference is, is we only have two classes. We have stock and then super street for so now. for now uh right. because we're trying to grow that as a class uh okay. X not doesn't even exist really here in california very much okay um so we have a lot of guys that are really into doing that and a lot of times the uh people doing freestyle they just want to see how loud their car is um and right. they were they just came to the show to see how loud their car is and they don't don't want to do the head-to-head stuff and and it gives them right. an opportunity to just jump on the meter is really what it does yeah so, so
0: what's the what's the requirements for stock how does that work
1: it's got to be stock
2: <laughs> it's
0: essentially so the same the
1: thing
2: same, that i compete with yes uh, the same rules from uh okay. db drag classes um
0: you know it's but i wouldn't as... fit i wouldn't fit in the in the stock class would i because Why of not? the airbag too the airbag thing um no because
1: yeah for this pro stock pro right? yeah because it's it's pro it's stock, pro stock and below will be in the stock class so you would stock. fit in that oh, okay yes, all right. you would fit in that okay so all right no that i mean like i said that's why
0: we talk about this and learn about this um so go ahead in db drag do you have guys that run more than one class uh with the same so, vehicle so you're allowed to run multiple formats not multiple Mm -hmm.
1: classes in the same format right so you can do base race db drag cyclone top dog and freestyle
0: okay so So you can only do like one burp class
1: uh well freestyle is a burp class and db drags oh okay
0: that's a different one okay okay i got you
1: so um, i'm learning y'all are y'all are teaching me here <laughs> this is good uh cyclone this is, is music bass race is music and top dog are music um top dog is bass race but you can have your windows doors open whatever you feels to most advantageous to you but like i said once you do some testing and you're going to find out the more environmental features you can control the better you're going to like it so even when okay. our Top guys are doing top dog, even though they can open their windows and doors, they don't until they bust out. So if they bust out of the class, then they'll open their door and try and screw up the guy next to them. Because if they're loud <laughs> as hell, then they just tweak their mic. Right. So it
2: okay. uh, uh, looks right. like we got a um, a comment here from the uh, the person who did our intro music. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Syph uh, Morrison says, Luke, mess me up
0: trying to make me tap what is what does that mean luke <laughs> well he wanted to feel that 66 hertz so i put Six. him in the uh i put him in the car and let him get a little bit of it so okay there's a uh, i don't i don't remember if he videoed that or not but i put him in there for about 15 to 20 seconds and he took it like a champ
1: all right well i i'm sure it wasn't one of his songs just because no his don't it was play the street track Oh, yeah, his yeah. dog he, he likes to play that low lows, the lows low yeah lows. he he's a big yeah. fan of the low lows, so yeah, I'm sure it was yep. him. Um, another thing, are you familiar with the term lab uh, winter's edge?
0: so i I have heard of it here more recently,, uh, but I haven't been able to use that. Jeffrey was the one telling me about that, so mm-hmm. I plan to try and get set up uh, to to start possibly using that in the future. Mm-hmm jeffrey you want to explain to everybody how that could be helpful to him so that
1: you know viewers listeners can um so i mean a
2: lot of us um competitors you know when i used to compete and i wonder if i still have it around here i think it's in the office but i used to have this little black book okay Uh it's always one column was volume the uh, middle column was frequency and then the other column was uh you know spl that was basically uh how i took notes right and then you know, every here and there, you know, added concrete or you know, so you know, cut Weird. some this or cut that, you know, something like that. But in um, wow, I wish I had uh, the winner's edge back when I was competing. Um, it it has so many different variables, like what is it, atmospheric pressure and stuff like mm-hmm. that. It has all like the volume, mm-hmm. the frequency, the SPL, but you know, more than that. Um, it, you should check it out. Um you know, there's some uh, YouTube videos. I think uh, Wayne has put some tutorials. Yes. Uh, about Winter's Edge. Um, Rob. Collar. at the, uh, previous uh, episodes of this week in car audio with Rob Collar, he's he's done you know uh, ex- extensive testing with it. So yeah, yeah, check it out. It a- Alan be, Dante's uh,
1: your... in the chat right now. I'm sure he's used it. Oh yeah. So. Yeah. Um. But yeah, we're trying to get him. So it's over basically here in the like a just... formatted
0: spreadsheet. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm it is okay cool awesome
1: yeah it definitely is a formatted spreadsheet you can put whatever um, uh, columns you want right just like any other spreadsheet you can sort it by whatever you want by date uh, temperature uh, frequency whatever you want to
2: do um,
0: oh that would make it awesome
2: yeah and, and it's automatic right so yeah the numbers just And put themselves you're not you know a lot lot of guys like us we used to uh test like two three o'clock in the morning right we're like one eye is like half closed we're like half asleep writing this stuff down and you know who knows we we Mm might have transposed some numbers frequencies and ended up blowing stuff when you know this winter's edge just bam just automatically puts that uh, info where you want it so
1: Yes, it does so that's that's really cool um and just so you guys know uh term lab and db drag don't sponsor us that's just what jeffrey and i use and you know we do so it's um you know uh any competitor trying to get better i would strongly suggest you get yourself a term lab because of the yeah, of the, have to. the to. amount of features the uh knockoff brands uh for term lab uh they they don't have the same features they don't have the same readings um, Term Lab uses uh, to calculate numbers and whatnot and power uh definitely power is calculated completely different in some of the knockoff brands versus term pro because uh, they're proprietary um you know it's software it's a software okay. thing that he uses so that's definitely
0: that um, Have you seen Drew Jones is going to do a head-to-head with all the different SPL lab meters and the term labs to to see how accurate they are?
1: Okay. No, I oh, don't man. even know who that is actually. So
0: Drew Jones is a baseaholic. He, uh, he does okay. box designs. Okay. He's out of Louisiana. Oh, he actually uh, <clears throat> had a couple of people come step up and, and basically send him – a whole plethora of meters and he's uh gonna do a good comparison something that you know probably need to be done uh probably has needed to be done for a while now okay so people know you know what they spend their money on and, and you know what's what's what you know
1: okay um tristan over in barbados uh his name of his shop is sq sounds uh, he says his dream is to build an extreme build for SQ Sounds one day. He was talking oh, to Alan extreme. Dante. Yeah, he was talking to Alan Dante about how to kind of start putting that together and whatnot. Because and, Alan's another one. I mean, yeah, he wants to win, but he's going to help people out to so that they can push mm-hmm. him to be louder. You know, he, he's shooting for that 186 or 18, is it 186.9. Uh, something like that. He he's hitting some silly ass number, um, and yeah. and and he says he can't even get lithium where he lives. So he goes, wait wow. until I get lithium and see what was, happens.
0: Yeah, I HG thought there was M's, some. I thought there was some stuff happening there. I thought. Thought uh one of his buddies was helping him get some lithium.
1: Well, he has got a little help going on with some other ways. So I'm sure it's gonna come. One eighty six point four. Allen says. Ah. Wow. Mm. So, but he's got some other there stuff, goes. and he may be rolling rolling into some lithium pretty soon, uh, which is going to open up some more area for him to either change box or to you know add even more uh, power, right? Because um, you know power is a uh, oh he says we fi- they finally got lithium finally he just said so because you know ma- uh, power is a math problem, right? Voltage time amperage mm. equals impedance. or divided by impedance so equals power and if you're missing voltage or amperage you ain't gonna get the power that you want Mm. and gel cell batteries are way more difficult to create that that same voltage and amperage delivery that compared to lithium obviously
2: yeah luke you know a little bit about uh, lithium right uh a little bit you, you build you build battery banks is that right or
0: Wow. Yeah, I've been I've been building NMC banks for a little while now, uh, using the the CMax cells and and the Insight cells. Oh, so. Okay. Okay. CMax, your preferred uh, cell. I like the uh, the Insight cells a little bit more than the actual CMax cells. There's not much difference. They're both made by Panasonic, uh, but basically they're uh, they're they're neck and neck the uh insight cells were actually made a little bit later um a little bit later than the cmax cells so i happen to have insight cell just sitting right here beside <laughs> me so
1: so how yeah. does that fit in my transam that's the only question yeah. i got so
2: so for like uh, like ellen oh, Dante, super who's who's just getting into lithium or so it, the basically a bank is just a bunch of those little things or series yeah. parallel so basically.
0: um so yeah so four four of these cells uh right here in series will get you to you know 14.8 minimum um mm-hmm. 16.8 maximum absolute maximum i don't ever recommend these cells to be taken up to that 16.8 15.7 to 16 is the sweet spot for them mm-hmm. uh, most amplifiers that we're using uh, like the Crossfire 16K is a 16-volt model, so it operates really well there. You're getting just about all the power that you're going to be able to get out of it clean at uh, you know, 15, 7 to 16 volts. Over that, you're pretty much just kind of wasting wasting voltage. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. So.
1: Alan Dante says uh, voltage is key when you're at the top of your system. Uh, we did 186 dB testing. Uh, Voltage drops to 9.5 volts DC with lithium. We stay at 15.8. Yep. And that's probably where he gets a couple extra tents from. He goes, uh, we we will be gaining or we will max out the cabin structure. So he's saying he's either going to blow up his car or he's going to get louder.
0: (laughs) He's either going to. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how much power I
1: got, but I know how much I'm going to use. That's (laughs) right. Right so um hey jeffrey we're running up on an hour already this went by really oh, cool boy, this is pretty yeah. quick um
0: yeah. do you
1: want to hit him up with uh where we're at okay uh Luke, i wanted so to touch
0: that... one more oh go ahead one more thing sure, on the, sure, on the sure. lithium fun fact for me at finals was um i hadn't really messed with the car i kind of sort of always get down to the wire without doing too much to it and it had been sitting for a while uh new recones being made and uh, I don't keep equipment in the car because I don't have a garage to keep it in. So I pull everything out um, basically almost every time that I do anything in the car. So a couple of weeks before I start the car up, it immediately smokes and snaps the belt. So in a rush, I went to multiple auto parts stores and um, found a couple of belts, but wasn't sure of the exact one because – I got different information, and and using an aftermarket alt on the car, you, you end up getting maxed out on the uh, on the adjustment there uh, because the pulley's smaller. But uh, I said screw it, and and I, I put a bunch of lithium in it, and uh, we went to Crossfire um, to do some testing uh, that day, and I ended up not even running my alternator at all, and right. never had my car never had my car on or anything during the runs, so. Basically, car off, all on the battery, standalone. Wow. Uh, used a power supply to top it off. Even for the music run, I would drop about a volt during that music run, but it would rebound, come back up to about point two down, about point two down from where I started after the music run. So
2: that's freaking awesome, yeah. lithium. That's a wave of the future. It's superior.
0: Right? Definitely
2: it is. It is. All right. Okay, but um, so go ahead, Dre, hit
0: me with the question. <laughs>
2: The question we ask all of our guests um, is what is your definition of a bass head?
0: For me, the definition of a bass head is basically like anybody who has a passion basically for that that low-end extension in sound, something that, uh, you know, loud music is one thing but when you hear it and you feel it and it basically changes you um that's that's my definition of a bass head. somebody that can interpret that and, and appreciate it and love that so
1: there you go that yeah. that's definitely uh someday uh, we're gonna have to meet angel angel's a deaf guy that competes over here on the west coast have you ever met mm. angel forgot uh, his yeah. last name. Yeah, but he's deaf, you uh, know, so
2: because like Oh, yeah, that's right. Like Castillo. That. Yeah, I think he did a couple of uh, Andy shows. Uh, yeah, there that. Uh, yeah. And, and even SoCal, but so. So, and yeah, he right, competes he and
1: you go like this, you know, that's that's sign language for clapping yeah. your hands. Round right. Uh, yeah. Round of applause. And uh, yeah, he was doing bass race and DB drag. And wow. and in, he could, he, you know, because he can feel the music and it's changed. It's changed him and and he has an absolute love for music and can't hear it. You know, Mm. so that definitely he can absolutely feel it. Yep. Yep. So that's awesome. Um, Oh, Tiffany's teaching Tristan how to use spreadsheets Ah. (laughs) so he'll understand it now.